Good evening. I'm Marcus Leader, and I would like to invite you on a journey of discovery as I pull back the veil and give you a glimpse of the multiverse through the eyes of a Toltec shaman. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and turn down the lights. You're now listening to The Shaman's Brew. Hello and welcome to the show. In this week's show, I'm going to talk to you about three topics that I feel are very important for anyone pursuing the altered states of consciousness and awareness that we're going to be teaching here. The topics are psychic protection, the art of smudging, and assemblage point manipulations. Each topic will be about 10 to 14 minutes long, and there'll be breaks in between them. So let's start off with the song, and we'll lead right into the topics. Oh, yeah. 
Welcome to this installment of The Shaman's Brew. I am Marcus Leader, and in this show I am going to talk with you about negative energies and psychic attack. I will touch upon a range of negative energies and attacks from the simple negative thought forms that people subconsciously generate and direct to individuals, all the way up to full-blown demonic attacks. As I explain the various forms of negative attacks, I will also offer countermeasures that you can learn and employ that might possibly save your rear end as they have for me on many occasions. So turn down the lights while we take a stroll on the dark side. Have you ever had a bad thought about someone or perhaps even held a grudge against a person or place? Most of us have at one time or another in our lives, but did you know that by doing so, you were sending a field of energy to a person or place that was laced with bad or low-frequency vibrations? These lower-frequency vibrations generated by negative emotion would in time cause a lower-frequency shift in the person or target, causing this energy to drain and thereby jeopardizing the health and well-being of that person. The downside is that the same negative thought form would also take down the life force of the person sending it, causing a negative action to themselves. Having negative thoughts or holding grudges towards someone is a lose-lose situation, harming all involved. The only way to combat this type of attack, should you become the target, is to send out emotions of love while staying well grounded to the earth energies. This is the most common form of psychic attack and happens all around us every day. Often 
A place can have a saturated etheric field of negative energy, usually left behind as a result of human suffering or negative intent. Simply walking into an area like this can have a very detrimental effect on your personal power or your energy reserves. Symptoms can be similar to um, thick, heavy air or a weight on your heart center, making it actually hurt inside your chest or feeling apprehension, like you have to get out at all cost. The best way to protect yourself from this kind of area is to raise the frequency vibrations of the etheric energy of the particular area. This is accomplished with a shamanic technique known as smudging, where a sacred plant like sage or sweet grass is burned and the smoke is waved by hand or feather around the entire area. The way this works is simple but yet unknown to most people. When a sacred plant is burned, the molecules of the plant are changed, changed by fire and made into smoke. This smoke carries a higher vibratory rate than it did in its solid form. This higher frequency will cause a resonation to happen in the surrounding area that is touched by the smoke. If you focus your thoughts at the same time that you smudge a person or place, you can infuse your own positive intentions into the smoke, making it all that much more effective. This is the same principle that many religions of the world use when they burn incense. The higher vibrations of the smoke tend to drive away any negative energies in that particular area. The next type of negative psychic attack comes from low-level entities that are around us often and from people that are using ritualized intent or magic to harm others. Usually a stream of controlled negative energy is bombarded towards someone in hopes of driving them away or actually causing them harm. There are three ways to combat this type of attack. You can take a shower or bath if you need immediate relief, as water tends to ground out the negative energy. Showers work better than baths because you have fresh flowing water at all times. Another excellent way to defend yourself from this type of attack is with a talisman or, or amulet designed for this very purpose. The very nature of the vibrations of the talisman or amulet will raise your own vibrations. The final and most powerful method of defense would be to visualize a ring of bluish-white light in the area of your heart and see it grow bigger in your mind, making it larger and larger until it extends beyond your body and then pop it out and surround yourself with its light while asking for help from your own spiritual guides or teachers to aid you further. The last and most terrifying attack is that of a lower to higher demonic entity. If you get caught in this type of situation, remember not to panic. This is exactly what a demonic attacker is hoping will happen. These entities are very real and very ancient. By nature, many of them fall into the category of entity known to shamans uh, as inorganic beings and can be quite nasty little buggers. 
You can start with the bluish-white light ring of protection, but unless you have a powerful inner light, you may only succeed in angering them. If all else fails, your best defense is running water. Even a garden hose will help. Turn on the hose and make a closed coil of hose big enough for you to stand in. Once you step inside, the attacks will normally stop. Taking a shower will also help control the attacks. If you should ever be so unfortunate as to encounter a higher level demonic force, you should try to get out of its way and calmly as possible get out of the area and seek help from someone trained to deal with this type of entity. There are techniques that uh, were taught to me in my eight-year apprenticeship with my teacher, Dr. Carlos Castaneda, that are very effective against high-level demonic attacks, but they take practice to master. I've used the techniques twice in my life and survived the attacks. The method I used is called a warrior stance and usually is a power movement used to manipulate and transmit your own personal power to fight the demonic entity head on. It consists of bending your knees while keeping your back straight and letting your arms hang down to your sides. Then focusing all of your intent into the entity, start moving your right arm rapidly, striking your thigh with very rapid succession. This releases a lot of personal energy or chi, which will follow the focus and enter the entity hoping to drive him away. There are also Toltec shamanic weapons used against negative entities, known as power crystals. These crystals were formed in a sacred energy vortex and then charged with shamanic intent. Wearing one of these crystals will provide excellent protection from demonic attacks of all levels. I hope this segment on negative energies and protective techniques will one day help you out of a potentially bad situation as they have for me. Until my next show, remember to walk a path with light and let your heart guide you around the shadow areas. Thank you for listening. And now you're in for a very special treat. This week's poetry offering is composed and read by one of the great poetic minds of our century, the magically bewitching, brilliant, and beautiful Brandy Schwann, also known as the Grim Trickster. Praised by her colleagues and peers with the views like true works of art in every respect of the word, combine them all and you have the recipe for a magical occurrence that meets us nose to nose just when we least expect it and makes us open our eyes to the sheer beauty that life has to offer. Dark and inviting, like a glass of poisoned wine you gladly down to the last drop. Brandy's works are just that, an elixir that envelops the soul, strangles the heart, and leaves you begging for more. There is no doubt that Brandy Schwann will be remembered by history as one of the great modern poets. Brandy is also a published author, and you can find her book, The Grim Trickster, 
at Amazon.com or ApexDigest.com. Now let's join Brandy as she weaves her magic and caresses our minds at our deepest level, stimulating primal states of the macabre, horror, and erotica in places we seldom dare to venture in our waking consciousness. So close your eyes and walk with Brandy as she takes you on a ride to the dark side with her recital of Play With Me. Play With Me. The breath you offer, macabre exhale. You need only breathe in, invoke me. I am sitting in wait behind your ear. Whispering, whispering darker tales. Legendary creators, ah, legendary lovers, those depths. Oh my darling hell, abyss, darkness, mine a mournful home, such comfort. Come in, come in and play for a while. What is forbidden quickens my pulse. Crimson queen, drop blood for blood. Her sienna moon sinks slowly, lowly, slide down the night a stain. This soul of horror's delight, I bleed. Ink black well, constant flow, death for life. Walls, skull, and bone. Your name called out. Whisper the haunt. Flow through and through cavernous eyes. Echo empty spheres. Hollow dropped jaws. Expressions froze. Horrors stripped face. Terror does remember Darkador. Now, scream. Alabaster nude. Skins fall, exposing ancient relics. Gory decor in tombs. Drips spatter red. Your slick tears internally seeping. Creatures seek, crawling through and through, shadows, nightmares, as they sleep. Holy hell, vertigo halls, oh fire lit, torch for torch and you are led. Mine eyes do covet morbid realms, I create. Call me out, lie amid my craft, carious criminalia, adipocere, slick floors below your bare feet. I play right upon gray stone, waiting, walk through that iron door, I will find you there. Euphoric torment winks, her sharp clear eye invites. 
In this show, I will present all of you with information that will help you to protect and cleanse yourself and your home from negative energies and at the same time banish negative thought patterns and habits from your home and life, creating new beginnings. I am also going to share with you a technique I learned from my eight-year apprenticeship with my teacher, Carlos Castaneda, concerning communication with the dead. So now let's all get comfortable and turn down the lights. If you're not driving, close your eyes and release your body as I take you on a journey through the Shadowlands and teach you secrets never before made public about the powerful art of smudging. Keeping your eyes closed Picture a movie screen on the back of your eyelids elevated to the level of your forehead. Relax as the images form there in whatever pattern they wish to take. Visualize a path in front of you leading into a beautiful forest that glows with vibrant energy. Now begin to walk that path. And as you approach the beginning of the forest, feel for a vibration coming from the trees. Feel it getting stronger with each step. You will notice that your body is beginning to resonate with the forest and your vibrations begin to match the trees the closer you get. Now, you are standing right at the entrance about to step through this pulsating magical energy. Follow me into the energy, and as you enter the forest, feel your body lay back and sleep as your mind springs to life in this enchanted energetic forest. You have just crossed through what we call the veil between the worlds and entered the lower levels of the dimension known by many as the astral plane. These lower levels are the realm of many negative entities that have ties to earth energies. It is also the realm of the dead who have not crossed over and moved to the higher vibrational planes. These spirits are trapped by their own fascinations with the lower earth energy vibrations or they have what they perceive to be unfinished business and are compelled to stay in this lower place. It is here where communication with the dead often takes place. It is here where paranormal investigators gather their EVPs and other data. It is here where attacks on the negative entities and thought forms take place. It is also here where we can take action against these unwanted attacks and where we can protect ourselves with the tools and techniques that I am about to explain to you. The technique of smudging is as ancient as memory. It is found in every culture and religion in the world.
from ancient indigenous people of shamanic cultures around the world to Christians and Buddhic religious structures. Smudging is the art of cleansing and changing the vibrations of a person, place, or thing with the use of smoke from a sacred herb or wood. The technique of smudging is almost as obscure as its underlying principles. In smudging, a herb, wood, or resin is burned in a sacred manner with the intent of driving away negative or stale vibrational energies from a person, place, or thing. The smoke has been thought for centuries to merge with these energies and repel them or carry them away from the target being cleansed. Although this is a true description of smudging, I would like to offer my perspectives on the subject as I try to illuminate this art and provide an in-depth scientific understanding of the principles involved. Everything in the multiverse is made of the same material, a vibrating primal energy from which all other energies are born. The only thing that really varies in the energetics of the multiverse is the frequency at which each object, be it physical matter or energy, vibrates. Negative thought forms or negative emotions such as fear, hate, anger, and jealousy, just to name a few, tend to vibrate at the lower end of the emotional spectrum. And if they become too dominant around a person, place, or thing, then they start to cause a frequency-following response in the energy of the people or objects. The result is your basic life force is lowered to a range that is detrimental to positive moods and the overall state of health of an individual. The only recourse that can be taken to rectify this situation is a cleansing where all these negative frequencies are driven out or transformed into a higher vibrational state by a process like smudging. In smudging, a substance is burned, alchemically changing it into another state, thereby changing its vibrational structure. Depending on the smudging mixture being used, this energy-laced smoke will rise and encircle the person or location, causing a frequency-following response of, it, of its own which will then interact with the energy fields that it encounters. If the energy field is permeated with lower frequency negative vibrations, it will start to repel or transmuting the lower negative energies until the person, place, or thing resonates with the more positive energies. The smudging smoke if properly charged, will drive away most types of negative vibrations or entities. This principle is seen in use in all religions and magical practices. If you have ever been to a Catholic Mass, then you will have seen this method in use. However, it takes more than just higher vibrational smoke to completely clean and protect. As you burn the smudging mixture, you must visualize what you want to happen and the purpose of the smudging. Hold this image in your mind and then send it out into the smoke, filling the smoke with your own intent of purpose. 
Some people find it easier to create a mantra for this purpose um, and read it out loud as they smoke the uh, mixture, while others write a rhyming verse in the form of a spell to help focus and project the intent into the smoke. All, all methods work, so use what works best for you. Salwan is a great time to do a, to a total self and home smudging to cleanse out the old stale energies from the past year and open the door for fresh, productive energies as the new wheel of the year begins. The best smudging mixture to use for this is sage, or my favorite, sweetgrass. Your visualization would be that of fresh, bright light filled with the sweetness of life and love. See in your mind positive opportunities and emotional harmony as you project into the smoke with your thoughts of intention. Do this around you and your loved ones, and then proceed to every room of your home. Once done, extinguish the mixture and bury it outside your main entrance to your home. There are many smudging mixtures for various purposes, including mixtures to heal relationships, to find new opportunities, to find new love, and the classics to cleanse and drive away negativity. I will soon be offering many of these hard-to-find smudging mixtures through my website, www.sacredsoils.com, for those of you who wish to experiment further. I will also be offering a very, very rare smudging mixture yet unknown to the public and shown to me by my own shamanic teacher. This mixture is used as a summoning smoke to call forth an entity or energy into a physical place. It will call forth any type of vibrational energy from negative to positive, the frequency being determined by the intent of the user. Caution is recommended in using the summoning smudge because you can call forth guides or teachers, angelic beings or spiritual animal guides, including crossed over pets, as well as negative energies and spirits, including those of a demonic nature. Clarity of thought and purpose must be controlled when using this kind of power smudge. I intend to experiment with this smudge in the near future while exploring paranormal locations such as haunted houses and sacred sites. I will keep my listeners posted on my, as my experiments unfold. In addition to various smudging mixtures and tools, I will also be offering a new booklet on Toltec smudging techniques that will include various smudging recipes and techniques many that have never been released to the public, including the Power Summoning Smudge. There will also be an audio CD that will guide you through a ritual smudge that can be played while you are smudging. The CD will also have a track of ritual sounds found to enhance the effectiveness of your smudging practice. I would strongly recommend that anyone, that anyone and everyone of all backgrounds and religions smudge themselves and loved ones as well as their homes on a regular basis. This is even more important if you feel that your life is draining. If you feel you 
you uh, as though you're tired all the time or you are depressed or find disharmony in your home or relationship. And most importantly, if you are in poor health or experience a serious illness, often the underlying cause of such things can be negative energy attachments and can be dealt with effectively through the practice of smudging.
The blow to my upper back felt like a jolt of electricity shooting up my neck, making my head buzz like the uncomfortable feeling of circulation coming back into an arm that had fallen asleep. At the same time, I heard the familiar snapping twig sound that always worried me, thinking my teacher had perhaps uh, hit me in the wrong place and broke something I'm sure I really needed. Then the metal taste would enter my mouth, and I knew all was well, or at least as well as could be expected for someone that was just knocked out of this world and into another. Damn it, Carlos, I said. The least you could do is warn me when you're going to do that. You made me swallow my gum. I absolutely hated it when he would sneak up on me and give me the Nawal's blow, as he called it, sending me and my awareness deep into his world, a world filled with sorcery. And trying to hide his laughter with a suppressed smirk, he said, Marcos, mira, look what I have to show you. And he spread out and extended his arms like an artist presenting his masterpiece. I turned to look at the scene before me and what had just moments before been a crowd uh, on a beach on the shores of Lake Coeur d'Alene now was the oddest sight I had ever seen. People were gone. Replacing them were dozens and dozens of egg-shaped blobs of light. These eggs had almost a cartoon animated appearance looking somewhat like eggs made of jello with shifting color patterns swirling in a semi-liquid gelatin body. I sat there on the bench staring in amazement for almost half an hour observing the differences between the luminous eggs and how the energy patterns would shift as the physical bodies moved and turned. I saw how energy actually shot out from some of the eggs to others, touching them uh, with energy fibers that mingled together. The energy fibers were anywhere from a diameter of a pencil up to that of a garden hose, and sometimes multiple layers would shoot out and try to attach to other luminous eggs, only to be repelled and deflected off in another direction. I later discovered that this type of action was the result of unwanted and incompatible attention. In most cases here at the beach, it was caused by men focus, focusing their attention upon women that showed no attraction whatsoever toward the men. And then there were the two luminous eggs that seemed to be almost merged with energy swirls and stimulated feelings of arousal by the mere act of observation. Yes, that was the two people making out. It was then that I felt Carlos turn my head away and say, it's not polite to stare, Marcos. He then told me to look about a foot down from the top of the luminous figures and try to distinguish the energy pattern there. When I looked as he instructed, I began to see a dark spot about the size of a silver dollar six inches inside the luminosity and like he suggested about a foot down from the top. I studied it for a couple minutes and saw that it was the only one part of the luminous being that was steady never shifting its position 
regardless of how the surrounding f energy fields moved and gyrated. I realized instantly that I was seeing for the first time the elusive assemblage point that Carlos kept smacking around on me. Suddenly, I felt all the all-too-familiar smack between my shoulder blades, and the next thing I knew, I had fallen off the bench onto the ground, and all the luminous eggs had uh, once again been replaced with a multitude of people, many of which were staring at me, wondering why I was on the ground. Carlos quenched their concerns by telling everyone in a voice that was way too loud that I had a drinking problem, but I was okay. As we walked from the uh, beach to the car, I chastised him for embarrassing me like that in front of all those people, and all he did was laugh so hard he could hardly catch his breath. And then he started staggering to the car, slurring his words and falling down, making me stand there while people looked on, shaking their heads. He managed to get to his feet, using me as a support, and said in a loud voice so all could hear, I love her, man, and gave me a big hug. I gritted my teeth, and under my breath I said, Okay, you've had your fun. I get the message already. I take myself and what people think of me way too serious. Such was the nature of my many lessons over an eight-year period with my shamanic teacher and friend, Dr. Carlos Castaneda. It's called the assemblage point and exists in all conscious entities. In humans, it's found within the energy field that surrounds our physical bodies about two inches above the skin and in an area of the shoulder blades on the back. It is responsible for aligning our own awareness with the emanations of the universe. This is a core teaching of the Toltec Shaman and far too complicated to explain in a spiritual or scientific analysis in this short segment. So I will simply state that we see the world around us the way we see it because of how our assemblage points position themselves and take in the vibrating emanations around us. For example, if we look at an apple, we see the familiar shape and color of what assemb our assemblage points have been trained to see by virtue of the way our parents describe the world to us in our early years of life. If your assemblage point were shifted just a minute degree in the right direction, then you would see the apple as, an in, as a field of energy superimposed over the physical structure of the apple. If, on the other hand, the assemblage point experienced a greater shift, then you might find yourself observing an entirely different and unfamiliar world. I might mention here briefly that true clairvoyants have the inherent ability to shift their assemblage points enough to see into the other dimensions and beyond the physical illusion of time itself. Our assemblage points basically hold our perception in a familiar, recognizable state as we live our lives in this world. The perception of the world is continually reinforced by our belief systems and the constant chatter of an, our internal dialogues inside our own minds. One of the primary goals of a Toltec shaman is to silence 
the internal dialogue within, quieting the internal dialogue, at which time the assemblage point becomes less rigid and can be manipulated with a greater degree of accuracy, thereby allowing the shaman to access other worlds and other knowledge. It is possible for the assemblage point to move on its own and often does when we are sick, uh, running a fever, uh, drugs or alcohol can also cause a mild shift, giving one both visions and nightmares. Fear and profound states of stress have also been known to play havoc with the assemblage point. In fact, many of our mental hospitals are full of people who, for whatever reason, had their assemblage point shifted too far and too fast, leaving them in a world that only they can perceive. Fortunately, for most people, the assemblage point is rock steady and keeps us locked into our own reality. But for the shaman, this presents yet another obstacle to overcome. And over the centuries, shaman and persons of knowledge have created a variety of methods for shifting the assemblage point. One such method is the kind I mentioned called the Nawal's Blow. It must only be used by a skilled shaman, for if you deliver a blow too hard or in the wrong way, you might send the person receiving the blow completely out of this reality, and getting them back uh, can be quite difficult. So, is there a safe method for shifting the assemblage point and accessing information and energy from other realms? Yes, indeed there is. My personal favorite is called the mind split and consists basically of overloading the conscious mind with so much auditory information that it essentially reboots itself and starts over. Right at the time when the mind reboots, a window into other realities opens. The good thing about this method is that it is safe because a reboot will take effect after a few tries, uh, serving as a fail-safe method to keep from getting lost in other realities. The bad side is that using this method only gives the shaman a short time to accomplish whatever the desired act or intention may be before physical life reality snaps us back into normal, ordinary attention once again. My own personal research in this area has produced a second, more effective method for achieving the same result with greater accuracy and for a longer period of time. With my own personal technique, sustaining these states of assemblage point shifts are achieved through the use of a series of complex high-tech acoustic waves that interact with the human brain in a controlled and safe manner. A series of sound waves that have particular wavelength interactions are played through a set of headphones allowing the listener to enter a deep alpha state where they may mentally affirm their intentions or desired results and then proceed into a highly energetic state of awareness through an accessing wave that I call beta reticulation. From here, you enter into a transition stage, uh, a stage where the energy can be accumulated to the point where it, uh, it breaches the uh, containment levels 
of your own personal energy field. This stage uses a tantric root wave, which sets up the conditions to send out the energy that you've accumulated and transformed into a thought form to your desired target. Sounds a lot like uh, spellcasting, does it not? Except with this method, you have substantially increased the power levels over a regular manifested intent or spell, if you prefer to use that word. If you are looking to use this technique for retrieving information, as in vision questing or simply to engage other perceptions such as astral sight, then you would want to focus more with just the single beta reticulation wave. You may wonder if I plan to make this technology available to others, and the answer would be yes. In fact, as many of you already know, Hawk has recently produced and completed the first series of this sound technology, and will be offering it for sale at Dragonfest this year, and in the WPBN store for any of those who might be interested in experimenting and taking strolls between the worlds. These CDs are the first installment of a new technology of personal empowerment and mind-altering tools that I call Life Waves, Life-Changing Frequencies for Empowerment. I will be speaking more on this topic at Dragonfest this month and We'll be releasing more information in upcoming shows and future books. Thank you for listening to tonight's show. You can hear the archives of this show or any others by going to jackalope105fm.com and clicking on Archives. If you have any questions, you can contact me directly from my webpage, www.theshamansbrew.com. This is Marcus Leader, and you have been listening to The Shaman's Brew on Jackalope, 105 FM on the Jackalope Media Network. I'm going to play this show out with a song called Tranquility by Peter Fippen. I want you to pay particular attention to this song and to Peter's music. You're going to be hearing a lot more about him in the future, for I feel his music could be groundbreaking and very instrumental in taking you to levels of consciousness that you never before dreamed possible. With that, I present Peter Fippen playing Tranquility. <laughs> 